Electrocast. Welcome to Missing the Point. I am Rayshawn Buchanan with the basketball crew. My guy, DK Sizzle, my other guy, the road to K. Bob Kelly. And listen, it's, it's summer league, you know, obviously, you know, just this when we thought we were done with Shelter's Talk, we come right back with some more eat for you. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it, man. So some league has now started over there in Vegas, and there's a lot of players that we've been able to look at over the last week or so. So you know, DK, I'll start with you. You know, just based off what you've seen so far, you know, who, who has been the standout for you on on the Southern Summer League team? I like the big guy, the big guy whose name I'm not going to attempt to pronounce because M- Mafandu, Mafandu, Cavangeli, Cavangeli. Yeah, I mean the second name is a little bit easier, but you know. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't attempt to butcher the first one. I really like him. As you know, I'm a big fan of big men. We'll definitely get into that when we get to uh, possible TPE picks later. Mm-hmm. But I just really liked him. I feel like he looked, he's got an NBA body, which is like, I think first thing you want to check off the list when you're watching Summer League, right? Which I actually feel like all the guys that perform well in the Summer League were really filled out. They really look like they could go and compete with guys that like are NBA size. But him especially, I, f- I feel like his... Uh, he has presence, which is something like I always look for in a big man. And I'm talking stuff that translates. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we have it in the back of our heads. Like, don't overreact to Summer League. Don't overreact to Summer League. Like, I have overreacted to Summer League in the past. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I, I have I have thought some guys that we never saw again were going to be the second coming of Robert Parrish. Like, don't get me wrong. But in saying that, in order to try and temper my views, I, I do just try to look for stuff that, that translates. He hustles. I, he had one real, I don't know if you guys watched uh, like a lot, all the games, but he's, he had one really great hustle play out of bounds where he got a, an assist, like passing the ball back in right underneath the, uh, right underneath the basket. He, he laid out for it, passed it back in for a finish. And uh, I like hustle from big men. I like the fact that he looks like he can move. You know, you slot him into a Celtics roster 30 games into the NBA season. Maybe he looks a lot slower all of a sudden. I mean, we've had that happen in the past, but I feel like he looks like he can move. He looks like he can play make a little bit. We run a lot of our offense through our bigs when we run two man rotations, which again, when we get into the trade trade exception, we need some depth there. I think we'll we'll talk about that. I feel like you got to give him a slot. I, I feel like that's the guy that stood out to me. Uh, and you know, I know that there was there was players who had better stat lines, and I'm sure we're going to talk about them, but. For me, it's it's roster needs as opposed to you know just just basic summer league performances. The guy who I thought stood like I he was the guy I thought stood out as far as let's get him a roster spot because uh, I think he might actually get a chance at some minutes, especially with the Rob Williamses of the world not being you know all the time healthy and forget even his health. Do we want to give him like a little bit of an extended layoff in the first few games of the regular season as we get into things? And, and give guys like that minutes, you know, and, and give a little bit more of the bench, uh, a deeper bench at the start of the season so Rob can get like 100% healthy. Like, how, what's the timeline on that when, when he's not limping around? And I feel like, you know, promoting from within for, for that role, I, I think is a great thing to do. Like, that's the, that's the really nice part about Summer League. I think you can, you can try a lot of guys out in the first few games of the regular season, like see what they're made of. And I think we, I, honestly, I don't know how you guys feel, but I really feel like, the, the whole roster really impressed this summer league, you know, not since mm-hmm. I think Jalen's mm-hmm. not think I, I, I think Jalen's second year in summer league, which was a weird, but kind of cool thing that he did. Uh, was I as excited about a group of players or one? I thought it was cool though. He's like, fuck it. I want to play more basketball. I need more minutes. I need more reps. Like I'm trying to be out here working hard, but yeah, he was fucking absolutely yamming on everybody. But 
not since then have I actually been as excited about a summer league group. And I, I thought like, I'll leave it to you guys to talk about probably the other obvious notables or notable, but I really, yeah, I really enjoyed him and especially with our uh, needs of big men. And that's going to be the theme of my show today. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but with Calvin Gelly, what, what you notice most is that you do notice him. That's, that's yeah, my biggest thing with like the big presence. Like I said, right, yeah. it, with a big man, that's, that's the number one thing that I always look for is how often do you, do you disappear for 10 minutes? Because right. as a big man, you can't, you know, in a stretch of a big game, when it, when it comes down to it, you got to notice your seven foot center out there. If you don't, that's a problem. Yeah. He definitely has that. The other guy is Bagarin, man. He's, he's awesome. He, 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 he's got it on a basketball court. You know, you just see certain guys that, that just are playmakers that, you know, make, make things happen. And he's one of those dudes for me. I think Bagarin deserves, you know, at least a 12 man spot. He deserves Hauser's spot. Didn't he have a, didn't he have a two way contract last season? I think he did. No, right? he, he was, he was still drafted stats. He was, he was playing over a France. Oh, okay. okay. Just like just like that yam, just just like just like the Yamadar kid, he's over there yeah. Israel still, which I want to see him come over here too. But obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, he, he's been he's been he's been impressed. Uh, and the other guy uh, is I'm gonna get this wrong. Is it Tre- Treve- Trevian? Oh uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Tre- Trevion Williams. Trevion Williams. Trev- that was the worst pronunciation. He was really good. Ever. I'm sorry. He uh, really he's good. he's awesome. He's awesome. He he sees the basketball court, and, and he I think he's a steal. As an undrafted dude, mm-hmm. I don't even think you do two way with him. You don't risk it, man. Don't ever let him go to waivers. He's 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 a steal. That if you keep him in a Celtics uniform, it's gonna be like a, a, a Draymond, uh, where you know you know what I mean, where you get him late and he's awesome. Yeah, there was a ton of like, why didn't he get drafted? There yeah, was a ton awesome, of that man. right after, and we and Brad scooped him. I texted oh. about it in the in the group text. It was like Brad scooped him, and I was like, I wonder who this guy is. I didn't know a ton about him. And everything he read was like, how, what happened? What, like, what's the deal? Why did he go undrafted? I think it was, might've just been a weird, like a weird phenomenon. And I think it, we might've capitalized on it. I really think it was a swoop. Well, no, I, I mean, I, we, I, I want to say we talked about it. Uh, it might've been me and Mike talked about it. We talked about him on the March Madness show. A hundred percent. He came yeah. up on last year's March Madness show. hundred percent. I thought he was going to go in the first round is what, is what people were saying. The reason why he may not so I and I I made this comparison and maybe you know you guys are with me you may disagree with us okay he reminds me of Gray Monroe right Gray Monroe to me and this is even before he got to Boston but it he he moves like Gray Monroe he's also a left-handed player has good handles like Gray Monroe had as well when he came out of Georgetown but Trevion Williams came out ten years too late and what I mean by that obviously he's you know he's you can't help when when you're born obviously but. I was going to say that the Greg Monroe comparison, not exactly in a, a prototypical 2022 NBA. Uh, well, no, but no, but I say, no, I'm, I'm you're asking, you're asking why was he on draft? Like, that's why, like, at, if this was 2010, he would have went top 10 because of how, how his game translates. But he, he, he passed, let's, like, like I said, we talked about the vision is there, right? He has a bit of a post game, like, he knows how to finish over his left shoulder really well. And he occasionally would hit a three. I think Kevin Gelly is a little more polished when it comes to hitting a three. But with Trevion Williams, like he's 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 more of an interior guy, and is someone that obviously can see the court really well. I think we need that though. Oh, for, for 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 sure. But I'm saying like I'm just speaking to why he probably like yeah. didn't get drafted. And you know he he doesn't move exceptionally well. That's you know move his feet well, and then that, obviously that's something that he's going to have to do if he's at the next level, regardless of what uniform he plays in. So. You know, there's still a lot of things that go out there, but just offensively, you can see why, you know, he was even picked up for the Summer League team and, and has a legit chance to not at least be a two-way player 
or have not made the 15-man roster with, with the standard contract. But for me, two guys that have stood out, I'm, I'm with you, Bobby. Begarin has been awesome. He's To me, he's everything we thought Romeo was going to be. Everything mm-hmm. we thought Romeo was yeah. going to be, that's what Begarin's been. So he's, he's, a, he's attacking the rim every time. You know, the jump shot's a little raw, but like I said, he, he, he is a slasher. Uh, he to, can to teach the, a jump team. shot. You can yeah, teach for sure, a jump for sure. He's 19 years old, so whatever. So, you know, so that, that to me will come along. But yeah, he, he's been awesome. But I didn't, the guy I'm about to bring up, I did not know his shoe like this. And it was, it was Matt Ryan. I, I did not know that he had that in his game. Obviously, he was on the team for the second half of last season. And it just goes to show the 14th or 15th guy in the NBA can bust your ass at any given oh, yeah. time. We hear too much <laughs> talking about, oh, you know, man, I'm better. I could go get a rebound. You, man, you ain't doing shit. Like you, that's that's let's let's not let's not get crazy. These dudes on the at the end of the, end of the roster, even like we joked about, even with Scout, Scout would give people bucket. Like it's it's not it's not happening. Like you're not you're not doing anything against. These I'm NBA surprised. Players, I'm but, surprised you know, Bobby wasn't the one who brought up Matt Ryan. To be honest with you, I thought yeah. the first thing out of your mouth was going to be like that game winner against the Bucks, dude. He's the next. Oh, it, it, I next mean, it was, it was a nice shot. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was a nice shot. But I mean, you know, and he was driving DoorDash a year ago. He's got a great story. Like, yeah, no, yeah, that's so. That's, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, TK. So. I, I gave it to Ray. The, I knew I knew I knew Ray was yeah. excited about it. I <laughs> he's, knew he was he's gonna be your guy it. if he gets no. if he gets a two-way though. I'm trying <laughs> to get Ray next year. So when we get down to the finals, him be as excited as possible. So it, it, it when, oh, he, when he eventually <laughs> breaks down and and dies into a puddle, that like it's <laughs> not it's it, it takes a little longer. You know what I mean? So we get this Ray Sean for longer next year. I did okay the with the reaction show with Gabe. So I thought no, I was yeah, okay. You're, yeah, you, you, know? you were good. You were like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, DK called me enough on that show to to walk me through it. I felt, I felt, I felt okay after. You were like, fuck those guys. I fucking knew oh, it. I, was, I knew yeah. it the whole time. And the second you guys talked me into it, the first time, I was, Rayshon, I was so yeah, first time, Rayshon's like, you know what? We got this. JT tripped up. He scores eight points and goes like two and nine. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? But uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's let's not ready. let's not bring up old wounds, though. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm a, it's a part it's from my here. Looking to the future, baby. I look to the exactly. Look to, look to the future. You feel me? So, but but no. But like I said, they, there's a lot of promise that's on this team now because I think they're a win down bowl. We're not going to see a lot of these guys this season now. Obviously, because of injury, whatever, people are going to get the opportunities. If it's a blowout, once again, I want to see those guys on the floor because that means that we're up thirty in the fourth quarter, and that sure. means Tatum's on the bench chilling. Browse on the bench, Rob, Al, whatever. So we want to see these guys play because that means it's general time, baby. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. But no, to the Matt Ryan thing, and I, I want to touch on that because obviously Twitter's been saying it. You know, we, you know, DK alluded to Arch and making, uh, making too many assumptions about summer league, and I think there was a tweet that went out about it. it might have been from Jay King. Don't tell me summer league doesn't matter when you see a dude break down about <laughs> getting this opportunity. Was it? A year ago, he's he's riding around, riding around again. Yeah, yeah, shout out to two chains. Yeah, shout out to two chains. Riding <laughs> around again, he's he's riding around, <laughs> doing door jabs. Yeah, hey, your 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 wing stop is here. Yo, thanks thanks <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the order. And now now he's he's dropping game winners at Vegas. Like you you can't you can't make that shit up. You can't make that shit up. So don't don't tell me that it doesn't that it doesn't matter. Like that. So you know what I'm saying. Once again. Every single one of us that's on NBA Twitter would kill to have that moment, whether it be what I elder did, elder did, they don't do Orlando Summer League anymore. But as I'm, I'm showing my age when I say that, but whether it was right. Orlando Summer League, Vegas Summer League, the California Classic, whatever, 
Like you were killed to have one of those moments. You were even killed to play overseas. So it's like it's 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 okay to give guys props for playing well in this space. Like I said, I'm happy for Matt Ryan. I'm happy for Bagarin. I still want to see again Madar. I don't think we're ever going to see him at this point because it's just coming over from Israel. I, I just don't see that happening at this moment. But he is another six three guard. He he really is the Israeli in Payton Pritchard. Uh, so I know Bobby would be against that because he wants he just wants Payton Pritchard only on the team. But nah, it, it, nah, Bobby's it, a Bobby's a fickle bitch. Buckets, he would though. he would fucking turn around in two seconds for that guy. <laughs> Uh, I'm okay. He'd be like, ah, Peyton Pritchard, who? He's all about the Old news, bro. Old news. Oh, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. The stuff will go way up, right? Give me a 6'2 shooting white point guard all day long. And I'll I'll be all over it, bro. To your point, though, Ray, about the Summer League, what what I do like about it. Do you guys watch Hustle on Netflix? Do you guys watch the Adam Sandler? I haven't watched it yet. No, I heard it's phenomenal. Guys. I know. I know. I know. It's a nailed on. I know both of you love it. Anyway. I know. The whole the thing that they do really well in it is it's like you kind of have a ground floor uh, point of view to like the kind of competition that these not I wouldn't call them superfluous, but like these sort of build up games, these these events like Summer League, like like these like behind closed doors workouts, like like these, you know, uh, uh, NBA verified stars behind closed doors game that we all think happens, but we were not 100 percent sure where they are, what who wins like. It gives you a, a nice perspective on that. And that's what I like about Summer League, to be honest with you, because it's a it's a f- completely clean slate, but it's competitive, you know, and and you'd be able to tell if it wasn't, you know, if it was there's preseasons in other sports, mm. most other sports that have preseasons that are not competitive. They're just right. not like that. Nobody really gives a shit. Most people are trying not to get injured before the season starts so they don't get cut before the deadline. I think Summer League. Because you because people are watching, because the games are competitive, a lot of these guys can emerge. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it's a real platform. And with the depth of talent that the NBA has now, I mean, even, you know, you're talking about Greg Monroe, 2010. The 50th best guy in the league in 2010 was nowhere close to as good as the 50th best guy in the league right now. So, like, the depth of, yeah. of yeah, talent. Yeah, that's, that's there's, fucking, there's fucking basketball players falling off fucking trees right now. We should be falling on our knees and thanking our lucky stars how many good guys there are. Because... Even that, you know, and I've heard this point made on other podcasts, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. Even the shitty teams are watchable next season. You know, you mm-hmm, get league yep, pass. Mm-hmm, like yeah. you got you got hours of entertainment for the entire thing. So that trickles down and and or not even down. I wouldn't even call it down, but that, you know, that trickles. And it's you, you look at summer league and you're like, oh, fuck, I, I love what's going on here. These guys are all good basketball players, you know. And what yeah. that does is it elevates other people's games because, you know, you guys know yourselves when you played sports. You played better when there was better kids on the floor. That's just like the way it is. You know, like you had your best games at the highest level of competition. I guarantee it. You know, if you, if you ever did it for any sort of uh, length of time with any real sustained effort, the better the competition got, the better your teammates got, the better you got. You know, that's just the way it yeah, is. I mean, could, you, you don't want to let teammates down. Yeah, for sure. If you know how to, if you know how to ball, you know how to ball. And like, I think your games get elevated. And I think that's what we saw happen. Also, what, and I'll just, I'll, I'll button on this. What I love about the Celtics in Summer League is, we have a culture now. We we have a culture. We have a game plan. We have a way that we play basketball. And always there was like the Celtics culture. Always there was this sort of like, this is who we are kind of thing as a franchise. But our DNA and our identity, because of how successful we were last season, how established Ime is now as quickly as he's come in, Brad's solidified himself as a GM. Mm-hmm. We're in a position where you got to play Celtics basketball if you want to get on the Celtics. Like you said, Ray, we're in wait, win now mode. So if you want to get a contract, I mean, I think there's some slots for the big men, but some of the guards you're talking about, it's like, man, that, that we're deep. <laughs> you know, we're deep at guard. 
with Gallinari coming in, we're deep at we're deep at wings. So you got to play Celtics basketball too. You can't just be like, oh, that guy's good. Let's give him some fucking minutes, you know? Because like we we suck. Nah, you got to be good. You got to be good, and you got to be good. You got to look like you can play in our system now, you know. So I, it makes it it makes it even more interesting when you're watching these summer league games. Facts. And it's, so speak, speaking of you know having to play the Celtics ball to be in that system, obviously is we're taping this on July 13th, and the trade player exception for Evan Fournier uh, expires on July 18th, which is on Monday. Uh, so you know, Bobby, I'll start with you, man. Who who was you know obviously a 17? It's a 17.1 million. There's a lot of players that could have fit that that are off the table, but there's still some that are available. So, you know, who who do they who do they end up getting in in your opinion? Who should they get in their, in your opinion that could add uh, to the culture here and, and not take anything away? So the top couple, <clears throat> excuse me, top couple guys that were on my list are are no longer available. Uh, Herder, oh, you had Kevin Herder. I had yeah, Kevin Herder. Her- Her- yeah, he he. That was so of, annoying when he went to the Kings. I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, he's seven feet, but I think he can play the three. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> ex- ex- and 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 listen, I I don't mean to make it this, but like Boston fucking loves white guys that can shoot. And and <laughs> and Boston and Boston and they they will fall in love with this dude. He loves circus if, acts too. So right, he's a circus yeah. act that can play. He's yeah, Calabrini, sure. but he has game. You know what I mean? So like, come on and. and uh, the other one is it's kind of a name that kind of pisses me off because he's he's horrible to bet on and he, and and I don't love his game at all and I uh, Kyle Kuzma he's he's my other guy that I feel like he could fit in he plays great defense you know he has his offensive struggles but he can play defense and I feel like you know what he he does that is negative on the offensive side of the court where he can kind of be a ball hog. And he he thinks he's much better than he is at three point shooting. Could be kind of negated on the Celtics, where we have all these other options. Like we have all these other guys that have that same trait. Well, uh, <laughs> he'd fit right. He'd fit right in. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> listen, the only other guy I can think of is KCP. I don't think they're going to use it. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't think it's going to get used because it, it it just it seems like they keep they they made those two moves right. And right now, what we're looking at is a big man. And is there any big man? I, I I kept looking. Who's the big man that you got? I'm sure you got one uh, that fits in that TP. I just can't find one. So I, right. I I I have one, but I'm, I'm letting DK go. No, go ahead. The, go, the, ahead go ahead. I got a, I got a bunch of names. You go first. Got you. So for me, he he's actually out there with Dave. He's out of California. Uh, he's actually played the Sacramento. Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn um, Holmes. How's that? He's, yeah. Oh, that's there yeah, so that's the idea. So I should let you go for a sorry, my bad. No, no, no. Play. I love it. I love that we're on the same page. He's a one skill big man. He can, he can, he can actually play in the post. It's great. Yeah, he, he's, he's a, he's an energy guy though. That, that's what I'm, I'm big on that. Like, he's an energy guy. Hundred percent. He's not somebody. He's not going to get twenty and ten. That's not his game. But can he get you ten and five? You know, twenty minutes. Obviously, though, yeah, you know? in twenty minutes, absolutely. Yeah. And he, he's, he's expanded his game each year. So when he came into Philly, he wasn't really someone that can even shoot outside of maybe 15 feet. But now he can do that because obviously every big man in the league now has to at least have some type of sure. uh, jump shot. So, yeah, energy, good defense. Like, I remember, Actually, I remember meeting him when they came uh, to Boston this, this year, and like he, he was cool. And so the other guy I'm thinking about, too, was actually his teammate, and his Harrison Barnes. Like, those, those are he two too. guys I think about. Like, I, I like Barnes. Also, Harrison Barnes, once again, you, like, you guys know how I feel about wings. You can't have enough of them, whether it's food or players. You can't yeah. have enough. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Harrison Barnes to me really would be the ideal guy. His identity and, fits. And just as a female, but identity. you know, I just to me, and, and also I'm a Tiger fan too, so I'm a little biased. But yeah, those those are the two guys I think about right away. And then obviously, as some names come to mind, I'll think about it some more. But you know, DK, give give us your list, bro. No, I love the I love the Rachon shout out because I think he'd be great uh, in a in a very Bob Kelly way. I think he'd be great for Rob Williams. I think those guys would work out great together. I think he'd be great for him to fill in for certain minutes. Like I said, when we're talking about the summer league, I think he needs he needs someone to carry some minutes for him. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. I love the guy, but like, come on, we gotta accept reality here. Uh, yeah, I love that you called that out. I I, I think he's gonna waste away in obscurity in Sacramento for a while if we if you know he doesn't move to a bigger market. I think he's a really good player. I think he's really underrated, like you said. Uh, and I think he's got great footwork. I if I could take his offensive game and just plop it into Rob Williams, like I would I would do that no problem because I can see a huge upside. He'd for be it. he'd be an all star next yeah, year he, in like one second. Yeah, so game. like between the two of them, like I just feel like they puzzle piece really well together. But that might be pie in the sky. I have some other options. Uh, Lori Markkinen from Cleveland. Uh, but that, I was Ooh, about to bring him okay. up. I was literally about to bring him Wait, up. Wait, he's 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 under. He's he's, he's he under. Makes he's I can find him. Yeah, because you, I'm you, keep, at it, right? you kept 16, yelling at me four. for trying to. For, you kept yelling at me in the Discord for trying to use too much money of the trade exception. So I did check these numbers. He's he's <laughs> okay. he's, he's under. Um, you're, okay. you're trying to Bill Simmons it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, can we get this guy? Ray was like, he's on thirty million a year. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, can you combine trade exceptions? Joel like, Embiid. Like how, about, how about Joel Embiid? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> yeah, that, so, yeah, that, yeah, phenomenal. We're reining that in. We're reining that in. Laurie Market and I think would be great. He's another seven footer. He's fucking weird. He's weird. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can That'd shoot. Awesome. Like we talked about. He's Stretch like he's got defense, a, You know, bro. he's he's got a very similar, weirdly similar herder profile for the kind of stuff that he actually brings to your team. He's someone like Herder, like we talked about, and like uh, unlike uh, Rachon, who I think would be a kind of a fill in some stuff for some guys we already have. He brings some shit to the table we do not have at all. And I think if you look at what we've been look, doing in summer league, if you look at the kind of at, at the uh, the Brogdon trade and the Gallinari trade, if you look at the way that Ime has been constructing this team overall, they and I love that they're doing this. I honestly I think this is the way you should you should construct a basketball team. I've been saying it for years. They want to have every look. They want to be able to come to put to put out a team that can have every look on the basketball court. So if this isn't working, this will work. It's the reason why the zone didn't fuck us up as bad against Miami this year. Still mm-hmm. fucked us up a little bit, but we had more looks. We had more things we could do. And we we're even still a little shallow last last playoffs. I think we can all admit you get you get a guy like uh, marketing in. I think uh, that gives you just another look. Fuck it. Another look. Like, what does it look like on the, in the two in the two big man rotation with? Him in there with Rob, like, let's see what it looks like. Let's, you know, let's, let's play with it. Another one, and this is a guy that, oh, I, I honorable mention, uh, Kelly Olenek, baby. Mm, like, okay. if any, you know, I think Frame he would, home. I think he would be just like a Tice upgrade, you know, I think like, he, you yeah. know, for, you know, for that, for, for that position, for those minutes, you know, I think he would use those minutes with a little bit more quality. I think you could actually see him in the playoffs making a contribution. However, like it's, you know, it's that like kind of awkward gangly forward thing that we were doing a few years ago that was kind of pissing me off. I know a great shout by you, Ray, for the trade exception we haven't talked about on the show is Jay Crowder. I think we could take him back for like 10 million. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be another good look. Like you said, we can never have enough wings. I never loved his movement, but he's a good shooter. So like we need that. And we do really do need a spot up jump shooter, which is a conversation for another day. Right, so I I got into a not argument, but a discussion with someone with someone on Twitter today about a couple more guys, and I want to see what y'all think about this. So, what about Dwight Howard or Derek Favors? <laughs> <laughs> we literally made the exact. 
getting an old <laughs> getting an old big man has worked out for us in the past. I'll admit. No, but I'm glad I'm glad both gave that one because okay, Dwight, I can see why we had the uh, but favor favors I'm okay, favors I'm okay, favors him. Yeah. you're not looking for him to be when he was in Utah. You're not looking for that guy because he was getting 16 to 10. You're not looking for that. I mean, great, granted, if he became that, hey, beautiful, we're back in the finals, and I'm I'm holding the rope with the confetti falling, possibly. Who knows? But. Yeah, to me, that's to, that would be a better fit, or he would be a better fit than, than Dwight. But I, I can understand why people wouldn't want either. But go, go ahead, Bobby. Here's where I'd be okay with Favors is it would be he's been humbled. Okay, Derek Favors has been through the ringer of the NBA, where he he came in as the third pick. Uh, he was third, right? Yeah, yeah, third. Yep, yeah, yeah, he yeah. came in as the third pick, and he was considered a bust for a few years. You know what I mean? He he. How good the, was he in that year of 2K, though, when you had to play, like, the rookies versus the, the sophomores if you just couldn't do anything against him? <laughs> yeah, he was off. But he, he went from that to a bust to a role player. Then he went back to a starter, and then he became a valuable role player again. And I feel like a guy like that knows his, his identity in the NBA, and I feel like that's so important in today's NBA. So I, I actually love the favors call. I would, so with the TPE, do we have to match the salary as well, or is it just it's... Yeah, you trade for so, their salary, but your TPE goes So, yeah, away. it doesn't have to match. So, as long as it falls under new 17.1, then you're good. So, okay. it, even if it's like 16.999, like, you're good because it's under... And there's no like, minimum, right? It could be a guy that has, like, two, a two mil. Like, that's where I was yeah, always confused exactly, about yeah. it. There, there, it could be a guy that has, like, a two mil, but we have two other TPEs that are maxed out at, like, six, I five, and six. So, so there'd be... Well, they're, they're probably... I feel like they're probably not either... Well, because those are those... They still have those, but they don't expire until February or something. Like, like February. So that that might get used in a in a smaller deal just in case something doesn't work. Trade the TPE or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that, that may not work. So I just think that and then they get created once they send out salary, I believe. So Okay. So in that case, I have a name. One more. Okay. I'm sorry. Bertans. Bertans. David Bertans. Uh, I know. Listen, I, I know. After last year, I, I know I, I was two years ago I was with you. But I, after last year, I don't know. I don't know. He he was better. He was better with Dallas, though. Wait, he was so much better with Dallas than he than he had been with Washington that last year and a, that last half half the season where he stopped playing. Yeah, defense. that's what happens when you play Maluka. <laughs> play Maluka. He's Laurie Markin in two You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. I, I, like, I'd say I'd say Markin over here. Oh, a hundred percent. Markin is definitely a, Mark. Markin can spot start for you. That's the good thing with Markin is like he actually can spot spot start, and you're not losing too much with Markin starting for you. So yeah, because you, you know what? Because I'm like you know because I I didn't, I didn't really think about that before David brought it up. So this I'll put it like this: right? I think with marketing, right? I feel he the reason why he would do really well here in my opinion is. Played learning from Al Warford, who basically marketed it could be at least mean, have the passer to Al was Al was a passer from the moment he got to the NBA, but just some of the other facets of the game, how to take care of your body, you know, how how to how to how to lead, whether it's quietly or you know, being vocal in, in, in the locker room. Marketing's growth as a player, as a leader would probably grow times two, maybe even times three, playing next to Al or behind Al. Or even times if you had him in a lineup where, you know, you got Horford and him out there because Rob maybe is, is either in foul trouble or he's not playing for whatever game because it's rest or whatever. Like, to have those guys when you can play five outs and basically now you can have Tatum dive to the rim, Brown dive to the rim, and guys have to collapse 
Then you kick out to the corner with a corner three now it's wide open. Ball game. Yeah, we have I haven't said that term in a long time. That 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 that's ball it as ball game. I it is that. that is it's a it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So that's what I'm thinking about. But once again, that has to happen. Every player cannot fit that that we talked about. I said marketing fits that. Harrison Barnes fits that comparison. We need mm-hmm. depth at that. If we're gonna if we're gonna run like that though, we need depth because like not yeah. every guy, not every guy below the fifth guy is gonna be on every night to be able to hit those shots when they're when they get those. You know what I mean? So your sixth man now is Brogdon, right? Which is I don't I mean, that's a whole different conversation, but I feel like no, that's but, I mean, no, but no, but I mean, no, but that's, that's what's being put out there. Right. So propaganda. Sure. But I mean, he, he went out, we'll just park, which I mean, once again, that, that's not, that's not a, that's a major platform. It talked about Brad. He, he, he didn't just want to win. Yeah, Brad, no, I got, hey, no, I no, but, no, but, saying, but he, he didn't have to say that Brad called his agent and said, Hey, we want you to embrace that. He didn't have to say that. So the fact that, you know, he, he went out there and actually put that on wax and said, yo, this is what they're looking for us to do. Like that, that's dope. He's such a crunch time guy, though. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he can't play crunch time. You gotta no, no, like, yeah, that's he's what definitely counts. Start his time. Yeah, yeah he's but definitely it, start his times. But it's not something where we also talked about his minutes being limited because he's also health. injury prone. Yeah. So I don't want him playing thirty five minutes a night. I'm sorry, I don't. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that right now. Gonna have to in the playoffs. No, of course, I'm saying, but to get there, I'm saying, if he's rolling, of course, let let him cook. But if there's certain nights when you could get him. 25 minutes a night. Yo, cool. Sit down. You, you did your job. Get me course, ice bath, Malcolm. How he get ice bath? Exactly. But I'm like, bro, of course, if you want the ending line to be smart, you know, Tatum, J, uh, Tatum, Brown, and then, and then Rob, of course. But it's going to be nice when you need Allen Rob out there because of the I time. I love that just, five. I love that five. Yeah, no, it's great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> They're making them so, it brought them interchangeable. Them- yeah, this is such a quick pivot. Looks. I love it. This is looks. this is, this is what I live. Looks, man. This is what I live for. But yeah, exact, exactly. No matter who that gets thrown at the Celtics, they have a lineup for them. You know what I mean? I, That's I saw. What I'm talking I saw, about. I saw something today that said the Celtics are really excited for their small ball prospects, and we could even see Gallinari at the five a few times next year. And the Absolutely. Celtics try and Absolutely. run out, try and run yeah, out absolutely. a death lineup where all five can just bang on you from three at all yeah. times, and that excites me so much i love i love the idea and that's the first time i've even heard that i love that idea because i'll so tell you awesome. something celtics fans i don't know how much of a only watch the celtics fan base you are but if you're looking for gallinari to come in and do the same kind of defensive shit that you see other players on the team do and you're looking for him to do this yeah, he's not that run- guy m- running running <laughs> it's not what he does okay he doesn't but he's super crafty he winds up in spots that are like crazy open that you don't really know how he got there. He moves around the court super well. Him at the five is fucking lethal. It's lethal if you're not getting like absolutely fucking destroyed in the paint if you're running it right. Right, but especially with the pick and pop, right? That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, so that's so, so honestly, you know, you know who's going to benefit from playing with him is actually Marcus Smart. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jalen Brown. Well, maybe, no, I'm saying, but I'm just because I mean, Jalen yeah, Brown can dribble the, too. He can dribble, by the way. But he's got spots, is the thing. He's got spots. J- Jalen Brown will get more at more shots at the rim, I believe that. But I'm saying, far just from a playmaker standpoint, I think what Smart drives because Smart's best pass is when he drives and he kicks it back out here three. Like he's yeah. mastered that. So I yeah. think seeing Gallo at, at the three when they're out there together, and yeah, he can shoot from thirty. But we've seen it. <laughs> he's done it against us. <laughs> if you look, look, Celtics said, look back at the tape a couple years ago. Man had nine threes on us in Atlanta. But that's, like, but that's my whole this. point. It's ridiculous. With, that's my whole point with these pickups, Ray. Is that like 
the kind of looks that, yeah, we can, like Bobby just said, we can take looks that get thrown at us. The fucking looks we can throw at other people is unbelievable. Like, I, I forget if it was Brogdon or Gallinari in the presser. Uh, shout out to Jared Weiss. Good questions, by the way. We're a friend of the friend of the pod. Heard his uh, heard his good good questions getting through with the two of them. One of them was like, I mean, I think I it was Brogdon. He was like, I'm like the third or fourth guy, like op- offensive option. Like you're fucked. <laughs> He's like, you got to deal with Jason Tatum, and then you got. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. That's right. how Dave Clark would say it. I don't know how Brogdon said it. But <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, you got You first, you got to worry about Jalen, uh, fucking J- uh, Jason Tatum. Then you got to worry about Jalen Brown. Then you got to worry about this guy. Then you got to worry about this guy. Then you got to worry about this guy. It's like Gallinari's just gonna pick his fucking spots in an ideal world. I'm very excited to watch these two guys come in and contribute. I really am. It's it's a lot like what we thought the Celtics with Kyrie and Hayward were gonna be, where we just had such a. A plethora of wealth, except it, but except moments. right, but except these guys know their roles, and there's 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 clear like tiers of like where you're at, and like they're coming here to win a ship and fit into the culture rather than trying to build around like a superstar. It's it's very exciting, very. Ex- we give we give up nothing for him too. Listen, nothing. Celtics yeah. fans, I don't think you guys re- g- uh, Gallinari kind of got overshadowed by Brogdon a lot after we got him. Gallinari is such a good pickup for this team. Huge. We lost, we lost that finals because we had wing no, death. we had no wing depth. Tatum 100%. was gassed. Brown was gassed. They were playing forty three minutes a game. Yeah. Yep. Gallo can come in and give you. Listen, there's going to be a game next year where Gallo scores thirty points. I can guarantee you that he's that kind of scorer. He can drop that kind of that kind of points on you. The dude has averaged forty percent from three the last four years. Bro, he, we, he's, we, didn't he's have legit. Any, we didn't have anybody like that on the bench. Yeah, not not not, not not at all. So it's just like the, once again, like you said, he's he's going to be able to spot start spot start as as well. So once again, that like I said, the, the biggest need overall was depth. And I as it did, you just touched on this. I'm glad you brought it up because we just said we into this. You know, there. You know, I love what I heard at the press conferences, and I, that's why I want to speak about that. Like, I love what I heard, you know, from that. So, you know, you know, Dave, what was your biggest takeaway? I know you just gave a takeaway, but you know, any any other takeaways you had from what you heard at the press conference? Because, like, to me, it was it was spot on what I what I heard from both of them the other day. Yeah, I I loved it. I mean, you watch these press conferences, and you have to kind of wade through a lot of uh, media training athlete speak. You know, like there is a lot of like stay on message. Mm-hmm. This is the mission statement. You know, Big Daddy Brad was there to like kind of buffer them to the to the reporters, which was good. But I mean, it's not as if they were throwing these like very difficult questions at them. But in saying that, I, I especially liked Gallinari's answers to a lot of the questions. I feel like he was, he was, Jared, I think is actually, our, it was in between one of Jared's questions. Maybe somebody asked him, you know, there was reports you could have gone somewhere else for more and you chose to come here. Like, why? And that's, yeah, you're getting lobbed to that question. Like, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. But he knocked it out of the park. He was like, I mean, I, I came here to win. You know, I, I came here to win a championship. Look how successful they were. And I just right. feel like I slot right in. You know, right. I feel like Brogdon, but Brad Stevens, I think, did a really good job, by the way. I think I, I like seeing him. His press conference those, was amazing. Yeah, I, I think he says, you know, a little bit too much. You know, if he was on a, a podcast, we might give him that note. But uh, but <laughs> he's not. He's running a fucking basketball team, so he can say whatever he wants. I thought he did great. I thought he I thought he shielded the players uh, really well. I think he I like I like when Brad Stevens talks about basketball. I think that's the 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 mind of a, of a man that knows the game inside and out. And uh, that's just the case. Brogdon had a great 
little speech. I don't know if you heard it, like kind of start middle of the podcast where he was like, I'm in my prime right now. He's like, I experienced success at the top level when I was first in Milwaukee. And then I did, he basically alluded to having the best thing that can happen to an athlete happen where he hit a low point. You know, he experienced the highest highs and and what he probably has in relative terms experienced now the lowest lows. And he's like, and this, this timing is perfect for me. He's like, this is, I'm about to fucking go off. Like I, I felt the kind of crackling energy beneath what he was saying that made me feel like he was very excited to get to the season. And I love that from him because if you can't tell, I'm very excited to catch the season and you guys are very excited to get the mm-hmm. season because we are making fucking moves with these guys. They got, look, they're on message. They have the right stuff to say. The, the kind of message and staying on the same page stuff that the Celtics have been so much better at over the last, I would call it seven months, like from now to before the, the shift change. It went from an F to an A. Literally in like a matter of And three I think, weeks. you know, you give Eme credit for that. We've waxed lyrical about how how good of a man manager and, and, a, and, a, and a chemistry coach he was over that course of the second half of the season in the playoffs. But the, the point being, when you, go and, when you go and get a guy to come into the team, we learned this lesson the hard way of Kyrie Irving. Talent is one thing, and obviously that matters. What you can do in the basketball court, obviously that's the, that's the case. But they're dealing with a very delicate balance of chemistry at this point. You know, you have... Young superstars, you have good old head veterans, but you, you don't want to just pop somebody in there that's going to fuck everything up. It's possible. We've seen it happen before. I mean, I was saying I really wanted Malik Beasley, you know, before he, he went in that Gallinari trade. I was like, I think he'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. I know he I'm, points guns at people. I agreed. Agreed. You know, we could have gotten him with the TPE even. Like he, he, he was on actually like point guns at people. Yeah. 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 He got, but the dude gets buckets. So, he gets but, yeah. he's, he's a walking bucket though. Buckets so like, bullets, to me, I'm sure. like, buckets I'm and like I don't know, guys, fucking drive home. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know it's mean, but I love like, it. hey, I, hey, look, I, I, look we on the same page. I'm, I'm with you. People make mistakes. And uh I I give yeah, I give people second chances that don't go get me fucking 14 a night. So whatever. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it runs it bleed, bleed green, baby. It runs <laughs> I'm fucking magnanimous. <laughs> what can I say? But you know, that's not a risk here. That's not a risk. Uh <laughs> we, we got guys that are singing off the same hymn sheet. You know, they're they're in tune with the band. They've they've got the beat. And uh I I just I it's uh it's it's lining up real, real well. And and you know, Bobby's saying, uh, this is like the but we thought that the Kyrie uh, Gordon year was like, it's like, this actually is how I felt. So <laughs> if I don't have a rude awakening. <laughs> it's different though, because, because what, the, Cel- what the Celtics yeah. are doing now is exactly what Dame was saying the other night, where the, the name on the front is more important than the name on the back. They're going yep. team USA style. They're going to build you know a fucking statue. Right. And, <laughs> and, and it's, 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 they are going to build him a statue, hundred percent. If he went, if he ever wins a ship, they're going to build him a shrine. He doesn't even need to win a ship, dude. He's just like, I love it here. I bleed Portland. Like, let's go. Portland's like, word. <laughs> I mean, they made a show about how chill that place is. But anyways, so they, so right now, what's happening in basketball with the player empowerment? You know what I mean? Everyone's making their own moves, this and that. The Celtics are doing something different, where they're not, they're not trying I don't think they would ever go get Kevin Durant like that's why I always thought those conversations were just stupid and like you know yes it's great to fantasize about it'd be amazing if he was on this team the Celtics are not about to give someone like KD who has that veteran presence who has that league respect who has all that the 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 wheels the keys to the fucking house you know what I mean that's just not who they are right now they are a culture-based franchise they're trying to model it after the heat with that heat culture 
they're, they're trying to have Celtic culture. Or the and Spurs. What, you know, right, or the Spurs, you know, right. Exactly. Uh, so know. Spurs, yeah, I guess it is Spurs, yeah. <laughs> but because no, it is, not, I mean, he, 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 so, he was a good example. I was Spurs is more a directly relatable <laughs> yeah. example. Sorry, but but you know what I get going is my brain. No, I love it. No, no I, 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 I didn't know that, that's, that's, exa- that's exactly what we're doing though. Is it's it's going towards that kind of culture atmosphere rather than that player empowerment atmosphere, which is I'm all for man because the player empowerment thing just pisses me off and i think it ruins franchises so i'm so happy we're not giving into that we never have uh it started with danny where he never went and traded for the jimmy butlers he never went and traded for you know these superstars he kept his guys we shit on shit on him for it for seven years but here we are man you know what i mean here we are no i was always team danny never did I was always Team Danny. No, I, 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 I I'm not gonna lie. Wasn't. I wanted Jimmy Jimmy Butler for that Jalen yeah, pick. Yeah, hundred percent. I wanted both. Jimmy Butler for that Jalen pick. I, 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 never, I, I, didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. That, I'm like, I'm like, you're not telling me a number three pick's coming in better than Jimmy Butler right now. And mm-hmm. I, 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 was I was really years. happy. I was really happy with the Jalen Brown pick. I really liked Mikel. Yeah, cool. But I'm. I, that's. I mean, once again, that that's a that's a that's a great line to say. But it's DK representing it, a sixth of Celtics Twitter. Right sure, there. but I'm like at, at that time I was. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm I, just, I did not I'm care. Just saying, I was pissed. I, I was knew pissed. the Beatles gonna were going to be good before they even left Liverpool. But, but <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> it, it, it's just you know what I mean. It's just a, a direction that they're going in. That's so. It's so refreshing in today's NBA's atmosphere. It's so refreshing just for me too as a sports fan because most of the teams I follow, like we talked about earlier today are, are just in, going in a shitty direction that I can't support and can't really defend. Right. But everything the Celtics are doing right now is just so right. And it's amazing. Yeah. No, that's, 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 that's fair. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I mean, I, I want to add this last point that we, we'll touch on the rest of NBA free agency, but man, to see Brogdon and Gallo talk about what they talked about. And then you see a video right after Brogdon out there shooting threes on the practice court. I said, Oh, He's he's he is locked in. So I know I know Dave. You know you joked about propaganda. I I think Brogdon's like yo. This is my motherfucking time. Like my this yeah. He he is he's he's on that danger. He's like yo. Hey, my time is right now. Like I'm not letting this moment slip. Like well exactly. Has, I, I'm I'm here for I'm here for. He, he has such a big opportunity ahead of him because you remember man when he left Milwaukee he was the big free agent of that off season. You remember that he was like the big guy. He was the first one to go. He went to Indiana and it was like, yeah, oh, I, I wonder, know. I wonder how it would have looked had we had got him in 2019 as opposed to Kemba. And, 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 and that's not, it's not fair to Kemba because obviously it's, I don't think it would have been fair to Brogdon, to be honest with you. Well, no, but I mean, to, to replace Kyrie, someone that would have been defensively minded, he, he would, he would have been, cause you would have had him starting, right? Cause smart was still coming off the bench. Right. Smart was starting. That's so totally. it would have been, been Brogdon, JB. It might have been better because Brockton's younger. I think I think it would have been better because he's younger. You know what I mean? Kyrie, yeah, Brock, I feel like a vet Brockton coming went into on that to, point guard spot was cursed. No vet was going to be able to come into that point guard and and run that that group. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I feel go, go ahead, DK. Brockton went through what he went through. You know, health wise, I feel like those injuries were going to happen, and I feel like whoever came into that, like we put so much pressure on Kemba, like yeah, so much. He came in, and we were like, "You gotta, you gotta be as good as Kyrie, but be nice, also." Like that's what everybody was basically saying. That first season, like that, he was awesome. That first, first season, he was awesome here. He yeah. was awesome. But like you, but to put those same expectations on 2019 Malcolm Brogdon, as opposed to raring to go 
champing at the bit, ready to come out of the fucking gate, ready to get his fucking like redemption story back in the East, back at the top of the East. Like all this storyline, all this stuff that's firing him up. Like you said, like he looks like he's a fucking racehorse about to like come out of the fucking, yeah. he's about to shoot out of the fucking tunnel for us. You know? And like I said, before we get to the uh, other stuff, but I, I, like I, said, I was watching his highlights too, like that. Like I said, once again, he, he's almost 40% from three two. And like I said, he, he's a legit candidate for 50, 40, 90. He can also, he can also low key make his own shot. Yeah. He, and, and right. he, and he, he's never, and this is the big thing. I know you, Guys, they're all going to be excited when I say this next part. He never gets sped up, ever. He's so calm. He's so calm. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. Because I, I mean, they call Kyle Henderson slow mo, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm calling him slow mo for the Celtics. Like when we get when we start doing the shows for the October, and we start doing the shows again for the for the regular season. Like he, he is definitely slow mo, and I, I'm, I'm like he, to me, like I said, he he never gets sped up. And he consistently makes That's the so right amazing. play. No, it's true. Over and over again. It's and, so and, amazing. It's, 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 we've already used the word trickle down. You know, we're not even though we're not talking about Reaganomics, we're talking about you know basketball. Basketball is good. Economics is not. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, he, he's going to be. He, he's going to make shots economic for Boston. There you go. We, we, well, that's how we. That's how we flip that. So oh, Sarah, go, he's going to make shots economic. Go on, baby. You know we <laughs> fucking suck that so bad in the playoffs. <laughs> Winning the finals. Using the whole, well, yeah, but. <laughs> We fucking sucked at using all 24 seconds when we had to. Yeah. And we were in situations where we needed to use all 24 seconds to kill the clock. Celtics were the worst fucking iteration of the playoffs team that we had last year. Yep. Everybody knows it. Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, just if you know, if you don't really know his game and you're listening to this, I'm not saying he's as good at this, but stylistically, I don't know if you remember Rajon Rondo, you know, just like also a man that could not get sped uh, up. When he, when he just sat there. Very and different it. games, like very different games. Like obviously Malcolm Brogdon, I feel like he... I feel like he's going to dribble more. I feel like he's going to move a little bit more. I feel like he watches the court a little bit better. But you're absolutely right about him not getting spit up. Like, do, do, were, were we doing uh, Sunday Night Sports Rap when I had my whole, like, Rajon Rondo's greedy for assists? Like, like just so Probably. mad at Rajon Rondo? Because it's, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's like, dude, make, you make the first pass. You don't have to make the last pass every single fucking time. What I like about <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon is he, he actually has that, he has that hockey assist thing in him, too. You know, yep. where he can, like, he can make a little space. He can be the guy who passes the ball. Everyone knows that passes the ball to the guy who passes the ball to the guy who scores, right? And I feel like to be like, don't. I guess my point is, don't be alarmed by some of his box scores on some nights because he's a guy who can move into space, be in be in the place. He's good off the ball too, you know. He's he can move around a little bit off the ball, and like you said, he's got he's got almost forty percent, and I think that that shooting percentage is only going to benefit from the fact that he's going to have more space because he's around better guys. I was just said the slowdown thing is so key because if you remember game six, game seven, or game six, I wish it was seven, game five, yeah, game six. It. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> the the most frustrating part was their inability to, in big possessions, take a step back and realize that this is a big fucking possession and you need to concentrate and do your shit. Yep. Run a play, do something. They would just stop doing what they were supposed to do, speed up the offense, get frantic. Marcus would make the pass out of bounds. And you're like, God, and, and Brogdon's going to solve that. And it's amazing. Also, too, like, once again, I, I keep saying we're going to move on to the NBA free agency. But, we, you know, but it's okay. It's fine. This is a good combo. Runs deep. I think, I think also, exactly, it does, it does run deep. But I, Welcome I think, to the Malcolm Brogdon hour here on Mystic. Exactly. <laughs> we're, 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 your, we're your three hosts for the evening. No, but I think that another thing, and it ties into him not being sped up. So remember, 
when Brad Stevens was the head coach, all he would talk about was, you know, guys, you know, we got to hit singles, hit singles, don't try to hit home runs. What I think Brad is also going to bring to the table outside of being not sped up. When it, when you're up 10 to 12 and a team goes on a quick flurry because it's the NBA that's going to happen, it's not something where he's going to keep jacketing them threes. He's going to get to the line, slow it down, get a couple of, even if you miss, but people, people chance to breathe, chill out. You know, but it's like it slows it slows down the pace because obviously they would get frantic, it would go crazy. So I think just getting 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 two points still matters in the NBA, guys. The fact that it, oh, you know, it's threes and layups. Daryl Morey ruined that, even though Daryl Morey used to be here in Boston years ago under the age. But it's not just threes and layups. You the have Rockets to ruined be, it. Yeah, yeah, the Rock. Yeah, you have to be able to score from everywhere on the floor. I, that, you know, I've heard DK use this phrase and I'm, I'm going to steal it from him. So sorry about this. I'm going to die on that hill. I'm, you have to do the score. People say, oh no, get threes. No, you have to score from three. You got to score from mid range. You got to score from obviously in, in, inside the, inside the paint. So the more effective you are from every three levels, you're good. You have to know when it's time to score those fucking two point buckets, because I feel like a lot of what we were saying in the playoffs last year, and especially in the finals was mm-hmm. just get some twos just get some easy looks yep. just get in there and then you know who else was fucking saying that a lot email yeah you know were we were we always doing it not so no. much no i think uh, it already quit yeah exactly well yeah yeah no they already quit yeah <laughs> I, I a guy like brogdon i feel like yeah some i feel like we're pretty good if we get an offensive rebound and we're we're uh we get a look where it's you should put it up right away and you got you got you have to run yeah, exactly. You get an offensive run. rebound and, and you get it right away and you get an open look, go. Yo. I think Brogdon, if the offensive rebound comes down and it gets in his hands within that four, within the first four seconds that, of that 14-second clock, I want that more than the, it being in Marcus Smart's hands in that exact situation, if that makes sense. Yes, so, like, I don't, have the, I don't have the advanced me- metrics on what both these, but those guys look like in that situation, but on the eye test, with a 14 second clock and an offensive rebound or, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, if, if we start, if, 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 if a play breaks down, for example, right. And, and you're in that kind of 10 to 10 to seven second range, that's Malcolm Brogdon o'clock in, in is my prediction. And that's the, okay, relax. Seven seconds is longer than you think. You know, we didn't have that quality last year. And I think, I think that's, I, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what he's bringing to the table. Yeah. Mike, let's just put Mike is going to love Malcolm Brogdon. He's the, the, how how he watches basketball and how Malcolm Brogdon operates. He's gonna that they're gonna mesh perfectly. Like give give Mike all the Brogdon stock because he's he's gonna fucking love him. I guarantee. He's it. smart is the thing. Brogdon's smart. You know he's <laughs> got a high basketball IQ. And I and I think as much as I love our guys, I think that there was a little bit of a there was some lapses in that department in big moments in the finals. I mean, I, I, I'm not here to shit on them because they made it to the finals and I think they did it really well. But if you want to go back and you want to make another playoff run and you want to get to the finals again, you're going to have to go through the Milwaukee Bucks again and they're going to probably have Chris Middleton healthy. So if you don't add some depth and you don't add some new looks, especially at the wing, you're not going to get past them. So I'm glad that we upgraded because we had to to be still be competitive. If you're out there going... Well, I don't know. I mean, we look we looked fine. You know, when we made it to the playoffs, we got had some unlucky plays. Steph Curry was on a mission. Fuck that. With like everybody's getting better. Everybody's never, never getting, better. getting better. Never right. stop so, getting better. Never stop getting better. Get better. You know, always get yep. better. And look, that's where we're at. And then we're doing it. You know, yep. I really do hope we use that trade exception to just fill like a little. Yeah, no, they they they, they definitely need to like that. That's not just 
was like, I can see you don't use the six point five million, but you got to use that seventeen. Even if it's not all ten, even if it's not all seventeen mil, like, chunk you of got, it though. Got to get somebody. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we get to NBA free agency for the fifth time, so what does the deal look like though? That that's what I'm curious about is who do we move that has salary that won't that. I, I was, I don't want to take away from that rotation. Don't want to take away no, from you the don't, rotation. You don't have to necessarily move a player. What happens is even though they're able to take in that player, it adds to the to the to the salary cap. So it pushes them closer to the luxury tax if they don't, you know, return the player, but they can still take the minute without without going over. Now, if they move a pay, the only player that I can see being moved back in the deal. It's really either Pritchard or Gray Williams. I don't think anyone else is going to move. I, I think they like what Derek White does. I know, I know that he's high quote on the show. I've been the biggest supporter of Derek White. I'm guess no, I'm I like, no, I like Derek be. White. I like him even um, more now. I know, but I know, but no, I, I was I was <laughs> early to the party. No, I was early to the party with that. You guys hit like how I was early to, I was late to the party with jumping on the bandwagon completely with y'all. Y'all was late to, to, to the D White. I was like, this guy's gonna win us at some point. No, totally. Yeah. I, I agree but, you were the first one in that line. I was a little bit mad because I like Jay Rich a lot when that whole deal went down, but I I didn't, you know. So he's also someone we just I was gonna be good. I would could. I would take him back in a heartbeat. I, I would take him back right now in a heartbeat because fans love him here. Like hard I, I, in the heartbeat. So but that's probably also not gonna happen. But I, I think it can happen because it's already been a year. He's not since. but he's not gonna leave Dallas though, because he's actually got a no, he's, he's he's in San Antonio, but that's it. So that's yeah. He's got like a primed, a primed role there. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 a focal player. Well, he was almost like Mister Celtic, dude. Like he is a yeah, couple of years away. From we like, did love him. He became a fan favorite pretty quickly. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, didn't get that. But I get it. San Antonio. I know Lonnie Walker's gone now. Keldon Johnson is really good. I and once again, that's that's a pipe dream. I know they're not gonna trade him here, amazing. but Keldon Johnson here would be really good. I'm, I'm just saying, but. I don't want to get people. I want to get people excited, but he's another guy. Obviously, you know, just still waiting on Romeo to come down there. So yeah, maybe he does become a veteran leader down there. But Jaco Pardo is also someone that's been brought up in a something in something trade. But he only has one year left on the deal, so they they may not do that. But can I give you one more? One more? Sure, sure. Guy who's been in big playoff minutes. I think he is a ring. Jordan Clarkson. I know it's another guard. We don't need many guards, but he's a positionless guard. He's a big guard. You maybe fit him in in a small ball three. You wouldn't, see, you wouldn't see him in the playoffs. But, D, D, no, I can see DK going on several rants about Jordan Clarkson. Oh, yeah, DK would hate Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I, know, I don't like him. Yeah, he, I know yeah. you don't. But, so, yeah, but, he, he gets, he, so, he's a... Uh, he's been in he, big he, moments. He, That's dude, the only dude, reason dude I would score, score with the best of them. Like, he's a, but the problem is he's a lesser J.R. Smith. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Uh, um, J.R. Smith, All to right, me... I don't want, I don't want him. I don't no, want no, 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 I'm saying that's how I see him. I'm, I, I could be, I could be dead wrong. But I'm saying, but how I personally see him, I see him as a lesser version of Jared Smith, less athletic. Obviously, we've seen it. When Jared Smith got hot in the playoffs, that dude was something different. At ask Atlanta; they know. Atlanta knows. <laughs> you understand? You know, like when when Jared Smith, Jared Smith has been in many, many big moments in New York, Denver, all that. So, Jimmy Clarkson to me is not as good as what Jared Smith was in in his prime. So, can he score? Absolutely, but to me. Let let him stay over there and get all his at all his points and be the sixth man over there in Utah. We have we we have we have our sixth man. We did this whole fucking conversation about Bill and culture and getting guys that can fit the system. Like Jordan Clarkson. He's like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I brought the conversation. He, he, I don't think he's a bad teammate. I don't think he's someone that, you know what I'm saying? He, I'm, not not saying he's he's a bad te- I'm not saying he's a bad teammate. He just doesn't fit the profile, you know? Yeah, no, no, not, not at all. I mean, and then again, some, some people may fall in line because they know it is a championship team, but who, who knows? But let, let's, let's finally get into the rest of the NBA. So, you know, <laughs> we, we kind of, we've been dipping, uh, dipping in and out of that. But so, yeah, like, we, we've had a lot of trades. We've had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of crazy money going around. So, uh, you know, Bobby, I'll start with you. Uh, you know, what, what was the most surprising or just the craziest signing you've seen? Um, and just, you know, yeah, we'll start with that and then we'll get into trade. It's, so it's not, it's the I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's not even the signing. It's a trade. It's, it, it's Gobert going to Minnesota for just a, 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 an <laughs> absurd amount of picks, man. And, and good ball players too. They got, they got so much back in that deal for a dude who's, Lee Beasley. Yeah, who, for, <laughs> who, for someone who's, who's definitely on the downtrend, in my opinion, I know he was almost, you know, he, campaign for DPOI last year. But listen, Go Gobert, he he hasn't been has he won a playoff series his entire career? One? I don't think he's won uh, one playoff series. Been out of the first round. I don't think well, no, 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 no. He, he's he's been there since the year drafted there. He got drafted there in twenty thirteen. So yeah they they went so to the UCF they, one year. Then they they, 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 they made been, a run. Yeah, because we going to Hayward was there his team went for a while. So yeah, they they they've been they they've been in the Utah is the Green Bay Packers of the NBA. They're going to consistently get to the playoffs, but then they leave, they leave our earth. Right, and Gobert no-showing and being able to be played off the court was a big part of that the last two, three years. And the Minnesota yes. Timberwolves just just tied a bandwagon. I, I think they gave up, what, five years of draft picks? Malik? Five draft picks, first-round yeah. draft picks. And, it, and it's, a trade it's, swap in there, or a pick swap in there, I mean. And at, at one point, Emily Beasley, I mean, and Jared on. Vanderbilt, and oh you know what my I mean? god, and it's 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 not what what blows my mind the most about this deal is the Timberwolves are the Timberwolves guys. You're not you're not the Celtics. You're not the the Lakers. You're not the Heat. You're not a team who's got to be picking in the late twenties. It's possible that this entire thing blows up, right? Cat wants out. They they have to trade Gobert again, and all of a sudden, three of those five top first round picks unprotected are top 10 picks that's it's it's such an insane amount of capital to give up for for someone that 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 literally gets played off in crunch time on a he he gets played off the court you know i love gobert what he does on defense mm -hmm. but you gotta have a little offensive game and he has nothing and you could rest assured, Danny Ainge is banking on that. Oh, bro, Danny, Danny the, came in he, there he, and he just windowed. Is a genius. Yeah, he, he could have <laughs> traded him to multiple teams that would have won. Like, he could have traded him to New York. He could, he could, he could have did anything for that. But he said, you know what? Let let me go to a team that I know is. And, and it's funny how it, it's always Minnesota for him, right? It's always Minnesota. So it's always Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he fleeced them once. <laughs> he fleeced them again. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, it's like, wow, that that is, you know, a, I mean, A Rod, Glenn Taylor, oh, well, Glenn Taylor's out of it now, but I'm like, A Rod and uh, whoever else owned them now, the co owners, y'all, you guys got finessed in a major it, way. It's, oh, it's, it's so. The, but I, I love Anthony Edwards, though. That's my guy. I, I think he is, that guy's, that guy's a superstar in the making. 100%. 100%. He, he's a killer. But yeah, so. so what, what's, what's, what's so funny is like the Timberwolves of all teams are the mm-hmm. ones who are like, I love all the three point, love all the small ball. I love the way the NBA is going. We're not doing it. We're going the other way. We're the smart ones. We're going two bigs, baby. Let's go. And it's like, guys, what, what, 
what are you doing? What what are you doing? They're going. I'm, here's the thing. I, I'll go. On, I'll go on record. I'll go on record right here. I mean, we're, we'll we'll always have this recording. They just crippled their fucking franchise. Crippled they, it. They, they, they crippled their yeah. franchise for the next ten years. At the end of the day, if you give up that much, there should be. If there's a if there's a GM handbook on the very first page of the GM handbook, it should say, it should could be called page one should be called the Rudy Gobert trade, okay, and it should be if you're gonna give up X, you have your it doesn't matter what you get in return, your team has to become Y. If you're gonna give up all the shit that they just gave up, you better become a top three team. You better become a top three team in in your conference, like it, it like it, in the West. Boggles the fucking mind. Like it absolutely boggles the fucking Top mind. Six. The, maybe, maybe, dude, maybe, maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Like Carl Anthony Towns. I'm sorry, he's not a proven commodity mentally. I, I, you know, I think he's a talented player. But I love Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler says you're a bitch, you're a bitch to me. So like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you have it. Rudy Gobert, the guy who like basically was the poster boy for like the NBA shutting down because of fucking COVID. Like there's just that fucking loop uh, over and over of him being like <laughs> into the fucking microphone like an idiot. Like they were playing that in fucking China being like, look how fucking stupid Americans are. They're all going to die of the coronavirus. And they were fucking right. At the end of the day, you know, Rudy Gobert doesn't make you a top three team. He just doesn't. I mean, I think he's a good player. Like you said, he does great things on defense. Danny Ainge is a fucking genius. He's a genius. I love him. I love that he like this is the best. This is the best trade for a team I've seen since we got all those Brooklyn picks. Crazy. Yeah, I mean that's I see. But at least that Brooklyn deal made the made the Nets almost a favorite going into that. Remember they were like, oh the yeah. Nets the Nets are gonna they've Jerome Williams KG they have Paul yeah. Pierce now they had uh Brooklyn and their Lopez owner was like their owner was like I don't give a shit about paying right. the luxury tax. They became the ninety seven Houston Rockets. Right. It boosted them, yeah, for sure. This deal yeah, doesn't, and then, and then doesn't LeBron even, came in there and beat a bit fucked. They're not even <laughs> they're not even in the conversation. Listen, they're going all in. I, I heard this uh, I think Sam is already so said this. They're going all in on a twenty year old player right now. They're, they're like, we we need to win now. I think Anthony he's gonna Edwards. be really good. I, he's gonna be awesome. I think he, everybody does. He, he he he's amazing. He's a dog. No, he's he's a dog. Let's let's, I, let's 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 not so there's <laughs> let's not let's not I understand they just got fleeced. I hear you. I'm with you. Number five, that that dude is something different. I get I'm it. Telling 100%. you, hundred percent. But 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 you can't. You got to build around him. You can't. You can't give up the future for what you can build. Look what we did with Tatum and Brown. We we built a team around these dudes. You know what I mean? With picks, with 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 good moves, with things like that. You just crippled and handicapped yourself. For years to come, you can't you can't make another trade and trade a first round pick. You can't do these things to to bring a guy in around Edwards, man. Hundred percent, it's crazy. If Dan, if Danny Ainge is the GM and in fucking in for the T Wolves, that's what he does. That's the thing. He's nowhere near a fucking deal like this because he's looking at fucking. Well, he probably would have dealt cat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking right, about. That's right, what that would have been right. the right move. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's looking at Anthony Edwards. He's going this guy, this guy. That is we gotta, we gotta figure out how to build. Hundred percent right. They're going okay. Well, I think we, he's probably just about good enough now. If we get Rudy Gobert and give up our entire future and like fuck the first seven years of his of his career, everything's going to be fine. You know, it's like I'm disappointed as a basketball fan. I wanted to see that guy at like 24, 25 years old and see what kind of fucking team we he would have around him. He's going to be in in superstar purgatory now. You know, because yep. what's going to happen is they're going to get to the first round. 
maybe, maybe they get to the semis and they, they're going to get bounced out. That's what's going to happen. Every basketball fan in America is saying the same thing because that's the case. They cannot I mean, beat the Bobby Warriors. said there was, Bobby they can't said beat there the was, Warriors. no, oh God, no. They, they, Bobby was saying there's two camps on this. Like, and you, you either feel strong one way or the other. I think, I think your point's exactly right. There's the people who aren't involved with the Minnesota Timberwolves organization <laughs> and there's everybody else. Those are the two fucking sides <laughs> to this argument, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then again, too, and I, and I made this analogy on another show, but I think in Minnesota's mind, what they may be thinking of is, you know, remember when Anthony Davis and Bookie Cousins got together a few years ago, right? That should have been the most skilled, you know, front court we've ever seen. It should have been. That was fun for like 25 games. Yeah, yeah, awesome. exactly. So, so Bookie got hurt, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what they're trying to recreate. Obviously... I mean, not, not, none, of, none of them are the defender that Gobert is. None of them, Boogie or, or Cat, obviously. But, you know, I just think obviously he had, he had the skill of Boogie. That it it might it have been scary hours for everyone had he, he had some offensive game. But, you know, I mean, who, who knows? Maybe they're not done. Maybe they still add something else there. And in, in, in the regular season, I would say I'm not putting trust in that front office to do that because clearly... Uh, we see what they just did, but who knows? Maybe this unlocks Cat a little bit more. Once again, he's, regardless of what people feel about him mentally, he's walking 26, 12, and 2 every night. Every night. <laughs> the dude is lethal. I, 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 and once again, four months ago. But we're, but we're talking about going to the playoffs and winning. I'm like, we wanted him here four months ago. So I, I, t- I, t- I take him in a heartbeat if we could. I we just could think- him, well, I take him in a heartbeat. I just think you added another wet noodle to a group of wet noodles with with one sure, with sure. one dog in the middle. You know yeah, what I mean? I, that's I, that's exactly what you just. I, and I don't I don't think they should have traded Pat Bev though with the deal too. I think that's what I mean. Was, you you he, took he all your the culture a little bit, so yeah, right. Another dog, culture, they yeah. just let it go. So I don't yeah, know. so I mean, I mean, well, I mean, some of the signings that yo New York though, Jalen Brunson. Four years, one hundred nine, one ten. That was wild to me. I don't love that contract. For yeah, I, I, I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like we had spoke to someone from Nesson on our show, but I was like, "Yo, this is not, this is not okay." Like this, like to me. So remember when Brogley got four years, eighty five mil from Indiana? Sure do. That's the that's the deal I would have given Brunson. Sure, I, he, he that'd be perfect for him. But he got uh, he got I, hyped. He got hyped as like the big free agents this year. You know what I mean? It was like who's going to get Brunson? Got hyped I because feel like they fell know, victim to it a little bit. Also, but they fit, but yeah, right. But they fell victim to that a little bit. I think they were like, we got to go get him if we don't no, go he, get him. He, he's going to hoop. He's he, trust me. Sure, he's going to hoop. He's a piece though. He's not. He's, a, getting, he's not a centerpiece. You know, right? When he's getting the twenty, he's going to. He might get twenty a night over there because he he has he has the ball in his hand. He he could get 20 points, six assists. And they still might finish seventh in the East. Yeah, but do you think he could be the second best player on a championship team? Maybe yeah. third best. He could be third. Maybe. He could be third. He could be third. He'd be third. Yeah. He'd be third. He could be third best. But not oh, yeah, second he... best. And yeah, like yeah. that's the second best player on the championship team contract in my mind. You know, sure. But I mean, I mean, Grant, I I understand that they had to. You know, New York has to overpay. Um, believe it or not, like they're, I they're know, not, I agree, they're not yeah. a destination that people want to go to. I thought they did a little good. They did some good wheeling and dealing, honestly, outside of that Brunson trade. I, I, I was so, I was so mad though that they ended up signing. I, I wanted Mitchell Robinson so badly to back up Rob. <laughs> I, I like Mitchell that, Robinson that, a lot. That, yeah. that, honestly, if, if that was all we did was get Mitchell Robinson, I wouldn't get him one none else. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. get one none else. I was like, you literally have a taller Rob to back him up. This is perfect. You, there's nothing else you need. What's Jared Allen's deal right now? Is he just off limits to us? What's his like? Yeah, unfortunately. I he's, love he's, Jared he's, Allen. Well, because my thing is, why, why would Cleveland trade him, though? 
Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, they, like, they, they actually got him, yeah, for, so they got him for they got him for nothing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. He's, he's I like he's, him so much though. They they resigned oh. him. They resigned him though. Yeah, he's he's a monster. Five years, one hundred mil, I think he got from Cleveland. And I mean they I mean speaking to them too. They they got I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do with Sexton because obviously he came off of an ACL injury, but you know, they gave Garland the bag. You know, obviously they got you know, they got uh Isaac Acrell, Evan Mobley is is a is a beast. You know, so they they have some pieces there in Cleveland that could could, could uh, propel them to at least a. You talk about you talk about this stuff when you you know you get into the offseason, you start looking at these contracts more in depthly. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've been talking about it more in depthly. It's like it, it makes you think back to the people at the end of the season. They're going like, ah, fuck, we got to trade Marcus Smart. You know, he's got to get out of here. I'm like, well, I mean, just look at what he brings on paper compared to like his relative contract. Like his contract looks nice right now from what we gave him. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. It's like it's like why same with, like, same with Rob, man. Same with Rob. Yeah, I mean these guys, these these people are are trying to trade away. Like you have to not just look at what they do, which I actually am fine with Mark, what Marcus Smart does. But yeah, can just look at what they do. It's it's the value that they have to the team. It's like he he's playing like a guy that had that gets paid probably ten more million a year than he actually is getting paid. If to be if we're being honest, so you gotta look at the value. You know, I mean. If if you're the Cavs and you have no shot of even maybe getting through a play-in, you got to look at the value of your contracts. You know, you got to look at your future. If you're the Celtics, you got to look at the value of your contracts. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like it it makes sense to sort of pay attention to this stuff. Uh, the other the other big deal too is, is a, a loss and an addition for someone else. And I think it's so big that the Warriors lost Gary Payton. I know that they Gary Payton second. Uh, I know they they got Defenchenjo. Yeah, I don't know why mm-hmm. I can't fucking say people's names, but he was so key to them winning that finals against us, man. I feel I just feel like when he wasn't there, they had no answer for you know that extra spot on our lineup. You know they had no defensive guy to guard that third. They or fourth got healthy guy. at the right time, right? And they lost him though. And no, I think but they got healthy at the right time, which we don't. Yeah, people don't want to speak about that either. But that's a whole other. Facts. <laughs> we're so, still we're still that. salty over here. Yeah. Um. So no, that's that's fact though. That's not that's not salt. It's fact. It's truth. They got healthy at the right time. All right. I'm still salty. I'm sorry. Yeah. The him going to Portland's big because it gets another guy over there who's another dog next to Dame. Uh, he hasn't really had one since he lost CJ. Um, Simon's too. Simon's is, nice. Simon's too. Right. Sam Simon's is over there too. They overpaid for him a little bit, but I, they kind of they kind of had to. They kind of had to though. Exactly. They but I feel like. But he's taking leaps Big every time. year she's been. So I think that's that. That was a projection payment. That was like, okay, we're going to project that he becomes CJ 2.0 because that's what they're baking on him to be. He's only 22, 23 years old. So I think that that's, you know, that's fine. I like Isaiah Little. Once again, that's a UNC guy. I'm biased. I think Isaiah Little is going to be good for them next year. They messed up by trading Gary Chen Jr. last year or two years ago. I think he was also someone that was a dog for them in the bubble. And I think they, they, they gave up on him too early. So yeah, that that's that's that. But yeah, yeah, Gary Payne the second for sure is going to be a good side. He got the bag. I know they also lost Otto Porter. He, he wanted to go to he went to Toronto. So you know that's another team that maybe some make some deals too. You know because I think oh they, they're looking they may look to move OG and Anobi and if he's on the market, mm-hmm. he moves to the top of the list too as a TP guy. But 
we'll say I don't want to get back into actually gave gave that time <laughs> earlier. But yeah, but I'm like Zach Levine, five years, two fifteen. That was an overpay to me as well. So was, they had to. They had, had to. You had, you, had, had, you, had, to. you had to do it. Anybody else they got the major bag. You know, there's a lot of these though, isn't there? There's a lot of these like, yeah, you have, you have to. You got to do it. But, but do, do you know? Because what I mean, do they no, do it, if they leave though? What do you do if they then, then they're just fucked? Yeah, but it's like, you're not, you're not. You're not winning with that guy, right? Anyway. Unless you're 100 like, percent sure he's going to take you to a championship. Fuck right. it. But, so but like, at the like, same like, time, let's, it's let's not like you do trades anymore where it's a uh, star for a star. That just doesn't happen. If if you're going to trade a guy like Zach Levine, you're going to get four first round pack, picks back and have to rebuild from the top. And the Bulls are not in any position to rebuild at this point. You know what I mean? They're just well, not. I mean, if that's when you get the money to the Rosen, you got Vucevic. I, I, yeah, sure. I, I, I get that part. But even oh, we we, we just speak about this guy said we need to wrap something. Running all time, but how does that feel about Zion getting his 231 though? How do I feel about that? I mean, he's still kind of a he's still kind of like an unproven commodity as far as uh if he if his body's gonna hold up, but he looks pretty fucking fit. You know, he looks pretty in shape. Facts. And what I will say about you know paying a guy like Zion as opposed to paying a guy like Levine is like he's box office, you know. So just mm-hmm. from like a business standpoint, it's like I don't know, dude. Like if you're the Pelicans, like. Do you even really need to win a championship or do you just need to sell some fucking Zion jerseys? Like, is that the dirty little secret of the fucking, mm-hmm. of the fucking Pelicans organization? You know what well, I mean? Like, they're, they're fucking they're, Saints town, you know? So, I don't yeah, know. They, but no, if, they're, they're just the third. Like, it's, it, it's the, Saints, the Saints aren't even number one. It's, it is LSU, then the Saints, then, then it's the Pelicans. <laughs> like, they're not even, they're, and when I say they're just the third, like, what, what's that song from Marvin Gaye? Distant Lovers? Like, they're a distant lover. It, they, <laughs> they're, they're, they are way down on <laughs> On the total pole. It's not even close. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, the, the I, I'll tell you this. I'll try. <laughs> if, if, if the Pelicans had to make a decision right now and pick between Zion and Ingram, and Ingram just brought them to the playoffs, had a great season, great two years, they still pick Zion. Zion Zion's, uh, well, like DK just said, he's box office. So he sells hey, you hey, tickets. Ingram been on the and court, he, though. Right, but he... I, 20, I 24, 5, and 6. They're, they're, they're just going to sell that upside. All night and day. I I think Ingram probably is out of there. He's twenty four. It's, like, it's not like he's thirty. He's twenty four. He's, Zi- he's not Zion though. Not Zion. So I, I agree. Twenty four, five mistakes, man. I I, I, <laughs> listen, I, bro. I completely agree. But I'm I'm just telling you what the Pelicans are thinking and like that 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 they, deal. That's, they that's, have they have to do that's that dang, because that's, if that's you don't, Zion's going. That's right. dangerous. Got to do it. Got no, do it. sure, but that, that's dangerous. I. So, so 24, 5, and 6. Listen, with a healthy team, they might have beat Phoenix, bro. Like, that, that, bro, you, that's you how plop, they was giving Phoenix Zion fits, bro. into that team. That team that's what I'm saying. They, they would have given Phoenix Dangerous. fits. Dangerous. They was giving Phoenix fits. So, I I think to me, and once again, I'm not a Brendan Ingram guy. So, the fact that I'm supporting him openly on this, I'm not a, I'm not a Brendan Ingram guy. Could I be the L? Well, you know, he's better than Jimmy. He's just, no, like, he's, he's, he, he's got better since he left LA, obviously, but. He wasn't better than Brown or Tatum. Maybe he might have just took that lead now to say he's on that same level as maybe Brown, but he's not better than Tatum, in my opinion. But I just think for for their team, he became their best playmaker this year. He became their best defender at times. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 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 giving him as much praise as I was Zion. He's he was he's been there. He he's the one that got him into the playoffs. Not Zion. He was the one out there playing every night. That that's that's just how I roll. I, I, I once again, I get. I agree. Well, stop this thing. I get it. I'm, I'm giving guys flowers that fucking show up and play. Brent Ingram was like, once again, I'm not a Brent Ingram supporter, but the dude, I, I give, I once again, I give credit where it's due. 
dude was out there giving everyone business on a regular basis. But, you know, he, he's sleepy. He, he's, he's laid back. That's why he'll never be in that conversation because he's super laid back. He just want, that's why they call him Baby KD. He don't want to do nothing. He just want to hoop. That's all he want to do is just hoop. Yeah. All he want to do is hoop. I can guarantee you they're both up for contract. They can only afford one. They're picking Zion. Well, 100, 100%. Ingram already got his. Yeah, you got, got it. What, last year? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, last yeah. So they're they're good. So, but I mean, like I said, we we can we can leave enough that list less anything else we want to add. But I know we're long on time. So, oh, we, only we thing I want to add that. is KD might not get traded specifically because of that Gobert trade. That that's that might be yeah, the reason that's, why yeah, he doesn't that's, get traded. Yeah, I don't know that's, if he's going to get traded anyway. To be honest with you, but that's that's, that's like the stake. That's like the stake in 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 yeah. They were asking for like ninety six Bulls to come back like that. That's ridiculous. Like as well, they wanted they wanted LeBron and AD. Yeah, like come on, suck, suck my dick. Like, that, that's not happening. Like that's the, right. like if, if I'm if I'm Julian Leo, suck my dick. Like that, that's that's not that's not working. So on that note, we we would that that would do it for missing the point. I am Rich Buchanan with the real BK Bob Kelly and DK Sizzle. Until next time, we'll see you. We love you. Peace. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back Podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.